Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we'll be doing our part one deep dive into the straight story. Yay! David Lynch's only G-rated movie. (laughs) Disney and kid-friendly. Yes, and it's a very sweet movie. It is. It was a lot different than I expected. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to get into it because it's got very David Lynch stamps on it. Oh, yeah. And yet... Like none of the underneath. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the surface of a David Lynch story, like the small rural town, America, right. but not, but it Poor does have the people. underneath. It's just not like personified it's, in like an evil way. I was saying there's nothing really menacing or ominous about this. Yeah. About the underneath, like you said. Yeah. But it does show like all of the different sides of humanity in a certain way. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. But it's just so sweet. <laughs> I know. It was like a really a feel good. Yeah, and it's, it's kind I could, of a meditative movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could see why, like, he, like, when he read it and he said that he had so much, like, emotion from reading it that he was like, I need to portray this on screen. Yeah, definitely. it was very, um, I don't know, like, it just invoked a lot of, like, weird emotions in me, like, nostalgia, because it felt really like an old movie, <laughs> even though it came out in 99. Yeah. Well, I mean, 99 feels like it is old now. <laughs> Technically, it was 21 <laughs> years ago, but, you know. Well, 21, oh, God, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember even knowing about this movie until very no. recently. No, yeah, from, I don't think it was one of those big hits or, like, really popular popular, but. Yeah. I don't know. So this was the first time I watched it. Me too. Yeah, so <laughs> the first let's time I heard about it. Do our first impressions. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was good. Um, it's uh, like I said, it felt almost like it, when I didn't really realize that it was filmed or like at least released in '99 because it, like, kind of like the look of it and like the type of actors you had in it and the type of story it was. It felt like an older movie. Yeah. It felt, like, older than it was. Like, I would say maybe more of, like, a... It felt almost like a Fried Green Tomatoes or, like, a... Yeah, it kind of felt like one of those Disney movies from when I was a kid and the Disney uh-huh. Channel was a thing, you know? I think... I remember when it started. <laughs> but they used to play, like, old stuff from when my mom was a kid. And uh-huh. she loved that kind of stuff. And it kind of felt like it could fit into, like, a Pollyanna or, you know... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What what movies are out there? <laughs> I saved a bunch of them. <laughs> the Curse of Buxley Manor. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has like a very specific Disney old school feel to it. Yeah. Um, which I think gives it a lot of charm. Yeah. But it's still very David Lynch. Oh, yeah. From like the opening credits. <laughs> yeah. I have to you say... Everything. Yeah. I was also... My, my first impression was... I didn't realize Richard Farnsworth was Matthew Cuthbert until... Oh, right. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I realized before I started watching it, but, like, I was looking at the picture, and I was like, wait a minute. Is that... I <laughs> can't be my favorite old man in all of cinema. <laughs> For all you Anne of Green Gable heads out there. Yes, and I'm sure there are plenty. Yeah. Well... Maybe. I mean, definitely on the Jane Austen side. I'm sure there are plenty. Oh, for sure. It seems like they would go hand in hand. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, my first impression was it was 
very calm. It was. Uh huh. It had a lot more um, depth than I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be kind of more of like a funny romp, but it yeah. was like more of a contemplative type movie. It had like a feel, like yeah, like you would think that. Um, uh, it gives you the impression of being a movie where it's like, you know, he's on this trip and he's gonna meet some like crazy people on the way and <laughs> go into some crazy situations, but it just seems so just real life and the people he meets and that he talks to they don't it's not like they become part of the story they're just like yeah they're just there at that time and it feels so real almost in a way yeah because it was based on a real story yeah so i really i really enjoyed that part of it where it just like it didn't feel like it didn't feel so surface it had a lot of depth to it because they were addressing things in it yeah it wasn't just like funny 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 yeah but it never felt like the dark, like when any time people were talking or talking about heavier topics, uh-huh. you know, it all always felt more like a release, and like yes. we don't have to carry that with us anymore. So like, right? <laughs> it didn't feel like the characters were still dealing with the trauma or anything yeah. that came with it. It just felt like they were like, "Yep, yeah, it happened." Yeah, and I love the way he like kind of went through the countryside, you know, uh-huh. healing relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I say he's like the perfect lovable old man oh my gosh i just love him so much he's very sweet and that was very it was very nice to watch that yeah (laughs) yes yeah so well should we go ahead and get into some notes then yes all right so during the straight story it was initially released at the Cannes film festival in france wow (laughs) and <laughs> May 21st, 1999. David Lynch, even yes. in his Disney G-rated, has to release at Cannes. <laughs> yes, well, it's like, that was, it was at Cannes, and then the second release was in September 3rd, 1999, at the Telluride Film Festival. Wow. <laughs> and then, It just seemed like yeah. a good film festival movie, though. Oh, yeah. Well, literally, the first three are all, like, releases are all film festivals, <laughs> and then it was released in, like, Hollywood in October 11th of that same year. 99. Yes, and then four days later, it was like a U.S. limited release, so probably okay. only like certain theaters and uh-huh. you picked it up. But um, I would say it did pretty well. I mean, the budget was about ten million. Um, opening weekend, I mean, it was film festivals, so yeah. it only made ninety two thousand. Uh, in gross, it was only six point two million. But I feel like with a limited release and it being premiering at just film festivals first, it seems pretty decent. Yeah, maybe it's gonna get a new life now yeah well it was on disney plus (laughs) it was i was looking at all like the release dates because the list is very long and it was just released in turkey last month (laughs) (laughs) and it premiered it was shown at the philadelphia philadelphia international film festival um in 2014 so wow still being shown at places in film festivals which is really crazy (laughs) that's good yeah, because it feels like a slow burn movie, so I can see why it has had such a slow build in its yeah. audience over time. Yeah, well, I think, like, especially as of recent, where it's, like, the whole, like, introspective look that America is doing at rural America and what kinds of people live there, and it seems... Oh, yeah. This kind of story, it just, it's one of those ones where it's going to be, you know, people will go back to it. Yeah. But it had a good cast. It starred Sissy Spacek as Rose. Yeah. Uh, Richard Farnsworth as Alvin. 
I don't, let me check one thing really quick because I want to say, yeah, it's not in my notes, I don't think, but um, Sissy Spacek married mm-hmm. to Jack Fisk, who was, right. in, I think he was a set designer or set decorator or prop something for a racer head. Mm-hmm. And he was also the man from another planet in that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, you can't ever forget. <laughs> it's scary. Um, we had Dan Flannery as Dr. Gibbons. Okay. Um, Everett McGill as Tom, the Aww, John Deere dealer. I love that when he showed up. I was like, I know. Huh, appropriate. I think that was one of the last things he did before yes. season three. Yeah. He stopped acting for a long time. Yeah. We had Barbara E. Robertson as the Deer Woman. Oh. Which was so sad. That was such a crazy moment, too. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I know. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Hit a deer every week. <laughs> uh, we have Bill McCallum as Rat, Barbara Kingsley as Janet Johnson, Wiley Harker as Verlin Heller. I think he was the old man in oh. the pub, like the beer, the oh, bar. That was a great scene. It was a really good scene. Um, but yeah, and then we had at the end Harry Dean Stanton as Lyle. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all like the major cast. It's so weird because, like, it's sorted by, like, credit order, but because we see, like, random people that we don't really ever see again yeah. in the beginning, it's, like, all a bunch of, like, blank yeah. <laughs> pictures <laughs> and, and, like, some, like, you know, Richard Farnsworth's, like, eight down, and it's so interesting, <laughs> but that's all the main cast. Uh, it's about almost two hours, which I thought was pretty long for that time. Yeah, I for some reason I was expecting it to be an hour and a half, and Same. it doesn't feel like it's... No, especially long or anything. No, it definitely like once you get sucked in, like you're just like you're on the journey. Yeah, as always with David Lynch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, directed by David Lynch, um, but was written by John Roach and Mary Sweeney. Mary mm-hmm. Sweeney is a longtime collaborator of David Lynch, so he did not write this one. Yeah, I have a little bit about the writing for next week. Okay, um, and then the uh, oh my god, what's it called? <laughs> The composer oh, yeah. was um, Angela Badalamenti. Yeah, we all know. And the music is great. It is really good. Um, I love hearing him and being like, okay, it's him and David Lynch. It's like, I yes. know it's you. I can tell it's you, but yes. you're doing something different and I like it. But I like that I can still tell it's you, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I was saying, like, I recognized it from the beginning, the opening credits. Like, when oh, I started yeah. playing the music, I was like, this is, like, very close to Twin Peaks <laughs> and yeah. what we're used to. The least. opening credits, especially. Oh, yeah. And then I think that's it. I was going to say something, but I think it also, it might be in your notes. But if it's not, then I will say it. <laughs> but I think that's it. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into the recap then. Yes. Walt Disney Pictures. Huh. Surprise. <laughs> we start on a starry sky. And, um, oh, that's where I wrote Jack Fisk. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we just get credits, so I was just noting people. Um, and then we see, like, a tractor in a field and the Lawrence Water Tower. 
Okay, we have a bear in Main Street, and there's, like, dogs, and there's a white house, and someone is sunbathing on the lawn. She goes inside, <laughs> gets some snacks, and we have, like, a slow pan into a window, and we hear someone fall, and it feels so David Lynch in that moment. I was yes. like, is this Blue Velvet, or is this straight story? <laughs> <laughs> And then the sunbather comes back and she's unaware of what's happened. Um, and then we see a man walking out of a red bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants to go check on someone. And he walks down the street <laughs> through town, I suppose. <laughs> and he goes to the White House looking for Alvin. And he talks to the sunbather. She's very unhelpful. Yeah. Eating her, or what are they called snowballs? <laughs> Those little pink puffs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like coconut right i think so i don't know why they're pink but just for fun for fun Uh, so the guy goes into the house and he finds alvin on the floor who actually seems okay yeah it's not like he hit his head or anything yeah he's just kind of stuck down there um Dorothy, who is the sunbather, comes in and she's all upset. Oh my god, he had a stroke or something. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sissy Spacek, who plays Rose, comes home. And she says, or Alvin says that he just needs help getting up because she's worried too. Right. <laughs> just sweet. Yeah. Um, so Alvin and Rose get a ride to the clinic and he doesn't really want to go in. <laughs> But he does. And I wrote, love the music already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in the lobby, they're talking about how she builds birdhouses. The doctor wants Alvin to use a walker, but he refuses. And I was like, when we get to the end, I was like, oh. (laughs) You should have. Yeah. Uh, He also doesn't want any tests or any x-rays. Right. Yeah, the doctor tells him that he needs to make some changes or there's going to be some serious consequences. And back at home, he lights a cigar. <laughs> not cha- no changes yet. He's not going to change. <laughs> and and I wrote, am I just going to think of him as Matthew Cuthbert this whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Rose seems to have some sort of um, a speech <clears throat> problem. I'm not sure. It's like a... Like a stutter stutter of some some sort. sort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Alvin tells her that the doctor says he'll live to be 100. And he decides to go mow the lawn. (laughs) (laughs) But the lawnmower won't start up. Of course. Fortuitous. Or, I mean... um, Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yes, that's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's frustrated, but he gets out his tools... Uh, but then a storm comes in, so there's no mowing today. And Rose and Alvin sit and watch because they love a lightning storm. Mm-hmm. They have such a sweet relationship. They do. They fit, like, perfectly together. Yeah. And what I really liked was, like, there was never any conflict between them. Mm-mm. So it's almost like they understand each other, and it's just, like, the perfect harmonious relationship. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's so pure. Yeah, they both love each other. <laughs> yes. They worry about each other, but they trust each other. Mm-hmm. So the phone rings. Rose answers, and it's something bad. She tells him Uncle Lyle had a stroke, and then thunder crashes. <gasps> I was like, oh my gosh, that happened 
Wait, some one of the David Lynch things we watched. Yeah. Um, I'm a... <laughs> a mirror racer head or something. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like all the ones with storms are. Well, definitely in. Pride and Prejudice too. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Use of thunderstorms. Yeah, <laughs> we should calculate the use of thunder <laughs> dramatically. Thunder for dramatic news. <laughs> there might be something there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the next day, Alvin is finally mowing the lawn. Uh, Rose is talking to Bobby. She. She oh because she doesn't know what she tells him she doesn't know what Alvin's gonna do. And that night she watches the sprinkler and a kid playing with a ball, which. Felt you know, nice at the time, time it was just like, oh, very sweet. But then looking back, when we what we find out later, it's sad. Yeah. Um, Alvin comes in and tells her that he's going back on the road and he has to go see Lyle. <laughs> but she wants to know how. He ha- And he says he hasn't got that figured yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, Rose is laying out all the reasons he can't go. That he can barely see. He's too old. His hips hurt. And he says that he's not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he, like, is listening to us. And she's not, like, yelling at him. She's just like, here are the facts. Yeah. (laughs) And he just, like, laughs at her. Because he's like, he's like, I already know these things. Yes. (laughs) So Rose goes and gets him some food from the store. Braunschweiger? Braunschweiger? Yeah, some sort of cured meat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She tells the clerk her dad is going on a trip and um, Alvin goes to buy a bunch of gas cans and a grabber, which <laughs> the manager does not want to sell him, but <laughs> agrees after he says he'll pay $10 for it. And then he's still sad to part with it. He's like, oh. <laughs> I've only got two grabbers left and it'll take me weeks to get one from the catalog. <laughs> like I didn't realize yeah. grabbers were in higher demand. Yeah, but he uses that grabber right off the bat. Exactly. <laughs> Alvin uh, oils up his hitch and attaches it to the tractor. Uh, I said there's a very lynch shot of old green elevator, especially mm-hmm. the sound, because it's like kind of got that racer head mechanical kind of a yeah. sound. Um, but Rose and Alvin are sitting under the stars, listening and watching the stars. And uh, Rose says that the trailer is too heavy for a lawnmower. And... He says that he has to go, and he has to go alone. And she guesses she understands. And he looks at her with such sweet love. Mm -hmm. So sweet. So then, the next day, Alvin takes off. (laughs) (laughs) Through town. Uh, His friends see him, and they come out and try to stop him. (laughs) (laughs) But he just keeps driving. He's on the road and he's just like crawling along. It's like five miles an hour. Something like that. <laughs> there's blue skies overhead and there's lots of um, farming. Like, I don't know if it's drone shots or helicopter shots. Uh-huh. I don't know if they had drones in 99, but like just Probably a ton not. of helicopter shots through fields. And um, there's like this whole driving montage it's like got some cool country music under it. He's like driving along. He waves at a kid and his mom. <laughs> <laughs> and he's heading toward Grotto. Where does he? Where is he? Lawrence. Lawrence, Iowa. Iowa. Okay, Grotto. 
Um, a giant truck speeds by and knocks up his hat. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, that is terrifying. Yeah, seriously. So he gets down off the tractor to retrieve it. He's moving very slowly, uh, clearly in need of both of his gains. Yes. And when he gets back on the mower, it won't start. No. So he flags down a bus <laughs> <laughs> and gets a lift to town. And um, I said on the bus, a lot of old ladies are Twitter because they're all yes. like, oh, what are you doing? Hey, Ooh, buddy. Hey, country folk. Or <laughs> <laughs> was that one that he, uh, my husband used to love riding his lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> She's very happy. Yeah, it's like they already know that he's off on an adventure, yeah. I guess, because he's got that whole trailer. Yeah. <laughs> an old-fashioned homestead. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he's on the mower again, but this time it's on the back of a truck being towed back home. Wah, wah. <laughs> All of his fellows are sad for him. <laughs> and, uh... Rose is telling Dorothy the story when Alvin comes out of his room with a rifle and he goes outside and he shoots the mower and it explodes. <laughs> I was like, that feels very cathartic. <laughs> He's like, well, I have to put it down. <laughs> I mean, he could barely get it started just to mow his lawn at the beginning. So exactly. I don't know why he thought he was going to get very far on that one. But he goes to see Big Ed. Yay! I was very happy to see Big Ed. Everett McGill, or Tom, as he is known in this movie. Tom, the John Deere dealer. (laughs) He's selling Alvin a new uh, mower tractor. I don't know what I call it from here on out. Um, But he doesn't think Alvin's plans are very smart. (laughs) (laughs) But he also knows that once Alvin sets his mind to something... He's not going to change it. Mm -hmm. Um, And Alvin asks who used to own it, because you can learn a little something about how it was taken care of by knowing (laughs) who owned it. And uh, he said it was his old mower, so he drives it back home. (laughs) (laughs) And we see like a shot of Rose fading away as she waves, and Alvin is back on the road... But he's more cautious about his hat. Yes. <laughs> and we get lots more beautiful landscape shots. Mm-hmm. Alvin is setting up camp, and he's actually using his grabber to grab firewood. Yeah, I was like, oh, we got immediate use out of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. He has a little fire and a cigar, and he seems very happy. And then he's back on the road again. He sees a hitchhiker up ahead. And she gives him a dirty look as he <laughs> waves, so he keeps going. And he's camping out again when the girl from the road shows up. She couldn't get a ride, so he offers her some wieners. <laughs> <laughs> On a stick. Yeah, she doesn't seem impressed at all with his trailer, but she asks him where he lives. And he tells her that his wife, Frances, died in 81, and they had 14 babies. Only seven of them made it. It's terrible. His daughter, Rose, lives with him now, and he asks about her family and uh, if she's running away and how far along she is, because he just knows. He's got a feeling. She says she's five months in an owl hoots. I was like, they're not what they seem. (laughs) (laughs) Don't trust them. And he tells her that he's going to Wisconsin. 
And I said, everyone seems to think it's a real party place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're set a bunch of times in this movie by different kinds of people, too. Yeah. Saying, like, oh, parts a real party town. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a party place when he gets there. No. <laughs> well, I also wouldn't aim you to be, like, Wisconsin. I know. The party capital of the U.S. All that cheese gets to their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he offers her a blanket. Um, she says that her family hates her and that they really hate her, that they're really going to hate her when they find out. But nobody knows, not even her boyfriend. <laughs> and um, Alvin says that they may be mad, but not mad enough to lose her. And he makes her laugh. Oh, and he starts to explain about Rose, how she's not slow. That she had four kids and there was a fire that she had nothing to do with. It was like, wow, the sitter was there or something. Mm -hmm. And one of the sons got badly burned. But the state blamed her because of her speech and took away the kids. And now she pines for them every day. This is like so heartbreaking. I know. So heartbreaking. And then he tells a story about how he used to give his kids a stick and tell them to break it, which they could do. And then he would take all the sticks and bundle them together and tell them to break it. And they couldn't. And he said, that bundle, that's family. Oh. I know. This movie makes me want to cry. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate how, you know, when we find out all these things about him, he's like a veteran and he's like this old country yeah. You know, white man who's, you know, done a lot of whatever in his life. And yeah, lots of kids. Yeah, had a lot of, like, loss. And he's not, like, hardened by it at all. No. He's, like, he's super stubborn, gentle. But... <laughs> yeah. But he's, like, he's gentle. He's not mean to anyone. He never has any sort of angry outbursts. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so refreshing to see someone completely different than what you would expect. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he offers to let her sleep in the trailer that night Mm -hmm. but she says she wants to look at the stars and oh he goes to get up she helps him get up because he's just already changing lives (laughs) (laughs) and yeah this is the first time i wrote now i want to cry yes okay so the next morning the girl is gone she left him a bundle of sticks tied together (laughs) oh he goes back out on the road But the sky starts to turn stormy, and he seems a little nervous, so he pulls off into an old barn that he sees off the side of the road, and so he's kind of under this barn as the rain and lightning really start, and he lights up a cigar and watches his favorite (laughs) thing. (laughs) And okay, so then we get more flying over the fields, and uh, he's driving while montaging again. He gets passed by a flock of bicyclists, <laughs> which I always think we get flocks of bicyclists a lot around yes. here. So I always think of them as like a flock of birds. So I don't know if that's the proper terminology for a, a flock. group of bicyclists, <laughs> but I think they should be a flock. <laughs> a pod. Because it's like a never ending flock. It's just because he pulls over and they just pass him forever. <laughs> yes. Well, I like how like the common like a... Uh 
thought process when we see them here is like we're really annoyed by them <laughs> they're like you're like get off the road yeah and he even already even in his like little tractor he's like why are they in my way <laughs> yeah except for they're going like twice as fast as him <laughs> yeah say, they're the ones going around him yeah <sighs> okay okay so later that day he drives into their camp actually <laughs> and they all applaud <laughs> <laughs> and he has an evening with the cyclists and Alvin is talking to someone about getting old and they ask him what's the worst part about it and he says remembering when you were young (sighs) I know (laughs) stop it and that's halfway really yeah (laughs) oh my gosh I know even retelling it it feels like it flies by I know I feel like well because there's so much Montage landscape shots. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't really uh, recap this. And like most David Lynch, there's a lot of long, slower kind of dialogue and pauses. So. Right. A lot of some silence. Yeah. So not as much ends up happening in a short time period. Right. But it feels like, it feels like you've been on the journey with him. Yeah. I feel like this might be a short episode because really I have an hour (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) well we've got something to yeah well let's do our favorite parts for the first part the first part i think my favorite part is when they come in and see that he's fallen and <laughs> the neighbor is like oh my god oh, i need to call 911 what's the number for 911 again <laughs> and the guy's just like you are useless yes. he is fine yes i was like okay there's some silliness going on <laughs> yeah i appreciated the silliness yeah definitely i think my favorite part is um when he meets the pregnant girl and she comes and by Aww. the end of at first she's so standoffish like mm-hmm. even when he passes her on the road and then she comes and you know it takes about 10 minutes if that for exactly. her to like oh i love you let me help you <laughs> you've changed my life i'm going back to my family <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know for sure but <laughs> but she seems changed yeah she seemed to think about it more it's the power of alvin power of alvin <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, um, I don't know if I should do my deep dive on him because that will be really talking about the end of the movie. Yeah, should we save it? Should we do the the quiz this time? Yeah. All right. So we'll be doing a quiz, and I feel like since we're currently we're entering the very fall Novembery kind of feel, we're Yes. Weeks away from Thanksgiving. By the time this comes out, it'll be... This will probably be like the Thanksgiving episode, pretty much. (laughs) Right, that week. So I figured we could do some sort of quiz like that. And so I found one that said, which Parks and Rec character are you based on the Thanksgiving dinner you plan in Pawnee? (laughs) So I feel like it'd be a perfect blend of silliness and Thanksgiving fun. Will you have waffles with your turkey? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) All right. Question one. Where are you having your meal? JJ's Diner? Ann's house, the Snake Hole Lounge, or Ramsett Park? In Pawnee. I think I'm going to do Ann's house. Oh, that's what I was going to do. But I will do JJ's Diner. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect place for waffles. All right. 
Question two, choose a turkey from food and stuff. The first one <laughs> seems like your typical turkey with some thyme and... There's rosemary on it. Rosemary and looks like potatoes around it, maybe? Yeah, I think... It looks like roasted, I guess, maybe. Yeah, so roasted in the oven. The second one's kind of the same. Maybe it almost looks a little rotisserie, doesn't it? I can't tell what the difference is, except for the one has bacon all around it. One yeah. kind of looks... So the first one, uh, from my experience, roasting one... birds, it seems like it's like a stuffed one that's been roasted in the oven. The second one seems like it's been rotisserie almost. Okay, I'm going to go with number one just because it looks the best. (laughs) I definitely don't want the bacon one. Right. There's the third one's (laughs) bacon wrapped, I guess, like bacon weaved. And then the fourth one looks very um, not good. No. It looks like it's been pre-cooked and they just heat that. (laughs) So I'm going to go with the second one. This looks like it's been rotisserie because it looks delicious. All right, question three. Choose someone to invite. Tammy too, <laughs> Joan Calamezzo, Mona Lisa Stapperstein, or Lil Sebastian? Uh, Lil Sebastian, of course. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. I think I would invite Joan Calamezzo just to get some... <laughs> here's some insane funny stories, because she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would be uh, scared for Tammy or Mona Lisa Stapperstein <laughs> to be there. <laughs> So Tammy is scary. <laughs> All right. Choose a side. Stuffing, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, or more tricky, please and thank you. Oh, I lo- do love stuffing when it's mm-hmm. done well, not when I make it because I can't do it well. But um, oh. I'll go with macaroni and cheese because it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's one of the best things. I'm going to go with stuffing because I really like stuffing. Yeah, it's good. All right. What are you drinking? Snake juice, champagne, whiskey, or beer? Is snake juice a Parks and Rec thing? Yeah, it's more at Snake Hole Lounge, Tom's oh, Club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess champagne. I do really like champagne. Well, I could go with beer. Mm. You're probably more likely to drink beer, honestly, than me. <laughs> probably. I'll go with beer. Uh- <laughs> All right, who'd you get? Auntie Dwyer. That's who I got. Really? We both got the same one. We didn't answer the same. No, maybe. But I'm not getting um, any sort of description. No, I'm just getting a spinning wheel. I feel like we need to do a second quiz. <laughs> yes, I can find one real fast. <laughs> well, somebody got John Ralphio, I see in the comments. Oh, oh. someone got a Leslie Note. I want a John Ralphio. No. There's an app for Buzz. Buzz. BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, yeah. It's become a thing now. Because, like, they switched from oh, it's a, hiring it's people. It's just a GIF. And it says, what's great about you? I'm nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to do a second quiz because the first one was a bit of a letdown. And yes. we still have time to fill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second quiz. Uh, everyone's personality matches a Thanksgiving side. Here's yours. Um, and it says, don't get too stuffed from taking this quiz. <laughs> Alrighty. Question one. Do you like pumpkin spice? Yes. It's not my favorite. So no. I'm just going to say no for the sake of the quiz. <clears throat> okay. 
Question two, what's your school favorite subject? Math, science, English, or social studies? Social studies for me. Because I was good at history. Probably science, even though I wasn't as good at it. But it was fun. But I liked it. All right. Question three. Would you rather get rid of Halloween or celebrate Christmas every month? I'm going to go with... you still have Halloween and Christmas at the same time? Yeah. What do you mean? For the second choice? (laughs) If I get rid of Halloween, can I still celebrate Halloween? I think personally you could. It just wouldn't be a recognized holiday. (laughs) Holiday. (laughs) But if you celebrate Christmas every month, and all you have to do is celebrate Christmas before you celebrate Halloween... I'll do celebrate Christmas every month because then I can do a themed different kind. Of, it doesn't have to be red and green, uh, typical Christmas. Yes, month. I love Christmas, so I'm also going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Question, I think four, I forgot. <laughs> when is it acceptable to start listening to Christmas music? All year? <laughs> when summer is over? November? December 1st. Um, November. Yes, although I can listen to it really anytime, but... <laughs> I really don't I start until November. So I'm going to pick that too. Yeah. What's your favorite fruit? Strawberries, grapes, pineapple, or mango? Pineapple. Out of these, I'm going to pick strawberries. But pineapple was a close second. <laughs> All right, next question. What type of music is your favorite? Pop, country, rap, or rock? Very I don't know. Limited. <laughs> <laughs> I guess rock if it's got classic in front of it yeah well, rock is a very very like a but a, i like rap a wide too, swath. and i guess pop and some country mm-hmm. i guess i'll just say rock i'll go with pop okay all right next question pick something you can't live without my cell phone my food my spotify account or friends friends oh. <laughs> i also my big friends all right, last question. What's your favorite social media platform? <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Visco, or Snapchat? What's Visco? I think it's like a, almost like an Instagram. I think it's like photo sharing. Ugh, Twitter. I'm going to do Instagram. <laughs> What'd you get? Stuffing. Ooh. Does it say anything else? Or it just kind of gives you no. stuffing? Why don't they have, I like it when they have um, Little descriptions. descriptions. I know. I got rolls rolls which is delicious i do love a roll yes at least we both got good sides we didn't get like green bean casserole we both got bread based sides (laughs) (laughs) fine by me we're hearty i'm just happy i did not get green bean casserole because i am and i don't know if i'm alone in this but i'm very vehemently anti green bean casserole are you talking about mushroom based green bean casserole um, really any green bean casserole. Because we have a green bean casserole in my family that mm-hmm. is green beans and cheddar soup. Oh. Like a can of cheddar soup uh-huh. with some milk and the French's onions. Oh. And then you cook it and then you put a little bit of French's onions on top to like make a crispy make a layer crispy. on the top. And it is good. one of my favorite dishes ever. Oh, I've never had that. So it's maybe one Thanksgiving of those time. like so 50s 60s 70s canned food type meals but oh yeah it's really good (laughs) (laughs) it sounds delicious i'd be willing to try it i've just not really and no offense to anyone who's maybe a green bean casserole but i don't like it when they use the cream of mushroom soup yuck oh i don't mind it i actually really like mushrooms 
They're well, my why don't you like green bean casserole? What kind <sighs> do you normally have? It looks like a maybe like a cream based. Some, yeah. It's like a white. It That's might be that one. Um, but it's not even like the mushroom because I, I like mushrooms. It's like the cream. Yeah, and it just like the green beans don't taste. I like fresh green beans. I'm not a really big person with certain canned vegetables. Mm. Some of them are good. Some of them aren't. And See, I think I green do beans are love a like mushy cooked in bacon all day long green beans i think it's yeah, just so I like delicious them. <laughs> i like them crispy and i can snap into them hmm well but just someday personal. we're gonna make a new podcast that's gonna be food related and yes we're gonna try green beans every way <laughs> <sighs> i do like most green beans it's just <laughs> we devolve into food talk quite yes. often on this podcast i'll say we mentioned this new podcast quite often at least once every time we're together. <laughs> so it'll happen one day and it'll be a really fun yeah, what's, different stuff. I mean, maybe if we weren't in like pandemic times, we would have started it yeah. by now. Yeah. Yeah. It's but we won't give wait. away too much, yeah. except for that it's food related. And fun. <laughs> and I mean, what better time to talk about food with Thanksgiving just around the corner or possibly this week? I don't know when this is coming out exactly <laughs> it's thanksgiving time it's the holidays which is all about food we're pretty close i'm sure yeah yeah i don't know if i'm i'm gonna be moving right before thanksgiving like the week before oh gosh. so i don't know if i'm gonna be getting anything delicious but i am moving into dad's neighborhood so <laughs> i have a better right. chance of being able to walk down the street and get something exactly <laughs> and you know maybe I have contemplated the idea and probably will start it this month of doing like some sort of like dinner club. But since we're in COVID, it's only with my COVID circle for now, (laughs) which is you. So uh, maybe you'll be able to come over for a nice, delicious. Well, you know, I will never refuse someone cooking for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will be happy to do it. (laughs) All right. Well, um, we're definitely going to be a really short episode this week, unless you can think shorter. of something else, but, um, Mm-mm. yeah, next week might be actually a little bit longer, but we could do recommendations. Right, 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 right. I actually have a new one. I actually have two that I want to do this week so i mean one this week one for next week okay do you want to go first yes i will recommend a new podcast that i just discovered oh i mean the podcast it seems like it's fairly new but not super new Mm -hmm. but i discovered it um election day because i was looking for something to binge (laughs) because i needed a distraction (laughs) and uh I saw, I think I recommended before, Make My Day by Josh Gondelman. Did I do that one? Maybe. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. But he was on a podcast called The Bone Zone. Uh-huh. And it's about <laughs> the show Bones. And I love Bones. <laughs> I think it's such a fun <laughs> TV show. I used to watch it all the time. And um, anyway, I started listening to that and I benched the whole thing that they've got so far <laughs> and so i would say if you like bones listen to the bone zone <laughs> <laughs> the bone zone i feel like we've talked about bones a bunch on this podcast or even in just us in person and i feel like i need to watch bones now i feel like i'm 
the only person I know who likes Bones, but or who did when it was on. <laughs> well, it was on for a long time, so a lot of I people know. seem to have liked it. But I know I watched. It's got good people in it. I've watched the whole thing probably more than once. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I'm sure it's on one of the apps. Streamies. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Streamies. Well, my recommendation is going to be a TV show. Okay. I just finished it, and it's not new, um, but it's The Legend of Korra, Mm. um, which is part of the whole Avatar series. Um, I remember I watched Avatar The Last Airbender when it it was on TV, and it was one of my favorite shows growing up because it was just like, I don't know, it's just so different and just so cool and... (laughs) It was all, like, kids. They were all kids. So uh-huh. it just, like, I was like, oh, I'm watching kids going on an adventure. <laughs> but um, I, for some reason, I think, I don't know if it was just because of, it was on Nickelodeon, like, Legend of Korra, and I think I was older when it came out. I can't remember when it came out. But um, I just never watched it, and then it was on Netflix. And so I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is the perfect time to watch it. It's only four seasons, and I think each season, the most it has is maybe 11 episodes. Uh-huh. But it was so good. I was so happy to watch it. I watched it when it was coming out on Nickelodeon, uh-huh. Legend of Korra. But it would never come out consistently. Like, oh, really? It w- would come out for a few episodes, and then it would go away, and then it would come out at a different time. And it was so hard to keep track of it. And then it just stopped coming out at all, and I think it went straight to streaming. And so I always meant so to go weird. back and watch it now that it's uh-huh. like all together somewhere. So I should do that. Because I loved Avatar, too. It was it was really fun, and it was like we got a lot of new stuff, and there's some like older characters that come <laughs> up, and it's just nice to see them again. Um, I think the creators had issues with Nickelodeon with the series, um, which oh. is so weird, um, especially towards the end of the series. Like there are a lot of like queer elements, and Nickelodeon was like not really oh. happy about that, I guess. Which is like, whatever. So I think they ended up closing the series off earlier than I think they probably would have wanted, it seemed like. Uh-huh. But um, it was just really fun. And yeah. it just brought me back to that feeling of, it gives the same feeling of The Last Airbender. So. Yeah, and Janet Varney does her voice. And uh-huh. I, um, I, she always is showing up on podcasts and stuff that I like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, Janet Varney. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a great recommendation. It's really good. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Next week, we're doing Straight Story Part 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys have anything you would like to share or... Send us I, or oh, anything. I always think uh-huh. we should get them to share their crazy animal stories or crazy Ooh. stories so we could share some of those. On the you check-in. Know. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. If you have... nobody ever wants to do a mashup, maybe you could just tell us one of your crazy animal stories, like ones we like to tell on the check-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone has at least one crazy animal story. Yeah. Or a spooky story. Or just story. a crazy whatever, a spooky story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you could uh, email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com, uh, DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness, or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod, and you can leave us a voice message at mannersandmadness.com. Yes. And if you would be so kind as to rate and review, we would really appreciate it. Yes, really nice. And, um, yeah, come back next week for the second half of Straight Story. Yes. We've got more notes, less quizzes, but... <laughs> <laughs> but still the same amount of heartfelt 
perfect man on a tractor yes yeah we get to some real heartfelt stuff next week so please come back and join us and we will see you next week yes thank you for listening good night bye